Hi guys, welcome to Lemonades or Lemons podcast. My name is Lemons and I'm your host. So I haven't been here in almost like, I think it's been like two weeks. And yeah, that's just like life happened. If you're living in Nigeria right now, you'd understand <laughs> there's so much going on. There's just so much going on. But um, how have you guys been coping? You know, we were dealing with fuel scarcity. Recently, we had like a train, I think it was a train attack in Kaduna. And was it Kaduna? There was a train attack, I think it was Kaduna to Abuja. And um, there was a sad story of a girl who, she's a medical doctor. I think she was working in the north and she was about to process her papers to relocate out of the country. And she was one of the victims in that attack amongst other people who were kidnapped and some people who died. And it's just like, our country is deteriorating. It literally is deteriorating at a very fast pace and i don't i really don't see this getting better unfortunately anytime soon um but yeah and and, and to to kind of focus more on the good news um i heard that peter obi has come out for the presidential election so that's i think of all the candidates so far because so far i think i've heard of yahaya bello the governor of kogi state i've heard of atiku abubakar the former vice president of nigeria um Bola Ahmed Tinubu, former governor of Lagos State. So to hear Peter Obi is coming out, I think for me, like that's like very good news and I'm very um excited to hear that. Um so yeah, I don't know how you guys are coping, but Nigeria is I feel like at this point every Nigerian deserves a therapist because living in a country like this is not it can't even be normal. It's just it can never be normal. I can't even normalize this for anybody. It's almost like we're living in a jungle. This doesn't even seem like reality. You know, there's no lights, there's no infrastructure, there are no jobs, there's no school. Asu has been on strike for a couple of months. There's no security. There's no people can I don't even know how business owners are coping. You know? The other day I went to a salon and they literally shut down because they didn't have diesel country is so hot like everything is just there's nothing going like there's we can't even say there's anything good about nigeria recently super eagles you know lost out so nigeria is not going to the qatar world cup so nothing is even like the things that used to give people joy you know it's not giving us joy anymore back in the day when i was growing up in lagos there were shows every month okay we could say maybe because of covid right but like a lot of nigerian musicians i don't even think they're based in Nigeria anymore. I feel like many of them are operating from like foreign countries and then maybe they'll come to Nigeria if they have like an endorsement or a show, but we're not, we don't have shows. Like this, the things that used to entertain us are not entertaining us anymore. I don't know what's going on in the film industry. There's no like, there's no interesting movies coming out. There's no concerts, there's nothing. You know, the other day I was reading that the news stations want to shut down because they don't have diesel to fuel their generators. I saw something the other day um, in the airport. Um, basically, they took lights in the international airport in Lagos. Like, there was no lights in Motala Mohammed International Airport. So, it's, I don't know, like, I had to take a break because there was so much information that was coming out. And I was just, I was getting very depressed and agitated. And at this point, I'm like, see, if you want to leave this country, I'm not even going to, like, I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm not going to tell you to stay and hope for the best. I really can't because this country has nothing to offer anybody. It really has nothing. Like, it has nothing to offer anybody. And I just, I really feel bad for Nigerians who might not be able to leave the country. I really do, you know. But anyways, let's move on to gist. So the gist that was trending last week was Annie Dibia and Two Face, and this was um, 
this was basically it's um there's a show on netflix it's actually a top rated show i haven't watched it but i think it's called young let me check for it young african okay it's called young famous and african so if you want to watch it it's on netflix it has a couple of stars in it um from across africa i think majority of them are from southern africa because i think the only nigerian on that show is annie and i think swanky jerry swanky is a stylist for the celebrities but there's Kanye and Bao from South Africa. There's Zari Hassan, who had a relationship with there's this guy. I think he's from Tanzania. Um, I can't remember his name. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of like African celebrities. Diamond Platinums, yes. Yeah. So Zari Hassan um, was in a relationship with Diamond Platinums, who is, I think, a musician from Tanzania. So yeah, um, I, didn't, I haven't watched the show, but what was trending was Anya and Two-Face. And Annie was talking to Kani and she was like that, um, you know, my children, you know, I'm like the first official girlfriend, but my kids are kind of like the youngest, right? If you don't know who Two-Face is, Two-Face is and was, oh, I don't know if I was say was and is, but he's like a very popular Nigerian celebrity, probably one of the most popular musicians um, in Nigeria um, of all time, you know, um, Two-Face has a lot of kids from, I think at the moment, what we know officially, he has like... He has like three baby mamas and has i think seven or eight children this is official so i'm sure there's other kids that we don't even know about now annie and two-face started dating many years ago i think annie was 15 or 16 and two-face two-face is older than annie with almost 10 years i think it's like seven or eight years difference so annie started dating two-face i'm sure two-face was probably her first boyfriend it's very possible but they started dating a very long time ago when she was like 15 annie right now is i think 40 years old if i'm not mistaken let me check Annie is the okay, Annie is 37. Um, and Two Face is 46. So yeah, almost 10 years difference, age difference. So he's probably the first love of her life. And um, one of Two Face's most popular songs ever is called African Queen. And Annie was the African Queen in that video. Um, so they've been they've been together for I think if we're going to calculate, it's probably like 20 years now. Um, and when Two Face was getting married to Annie, I was very upset. Because I was like, why would you, when Two-Face was getting married to Annie, when Two-Face proposed to Annie, one of his baby mamas called, her name is Peru. Peru was pregnant with Two-Face's last child when Two-Face proposed to Annie and Annie accepted. And I'm just like, why would you accept a proposal from a man who obviously cannot control himself? Like, what exactly are you trying to prove? That you won, you know, like, it's Two-Face, with all due respect, is Two-Face a man that you want to win? Is that a man that you want your children? Is that is that a man that you want your children to call a father? Is that a man that you want you know your children? To, would you want your daughter to marry a man like Two Face? But then the thing with love is love is complicated. Love is complicated sometimes. But then again, love should not be complicated. If you're dealing with somebody and you're confused or you're unhappy or you're not stable, that is your sign to leave that person. I don't care how much you love that person. I know it's hard to walk away. But most times, if love is causing you pain, you really shouldn't be with that person. You know, you really shouldn't be that person. I know it's easier said than done, but at the end of the day, I just, I hope that things work out for Anya and Two-Face because, you know, it's, it's just a terrible situation to be with a man. This man obviously does not respect you. I don't care what anyone says. If you love somebody, you're not like, no ma- look, women, I, I always say this because men always try to act like, oh no, we can cheat because cheating is our nature. It's not anybody's nature to cheat. The same pain that women feel when a man cheats on them is the same pain that a man feels when a woman cheats on him. 
I was looking, looking at a video the other day on the internet and it was a guy who I think he had come from Turkey. He was in a long distance relationship. I don't know if he moved back to Nigeria permanently or temporarily, but basically he saw he had given his girlfriend 500,000 naira. So this girl lied to him and was like, I think she lied that her mother or someone was sick and she had to go and spend time with her, <laughs> with whoever was sick. So the guy gave her 500,000 naira and gave her a car, like, you know, just to make her life easier. Only for him to find out that his supposed girlfriend was at a club with another man. And he was so angry. He was, like, the way he drags the girl, I hope he doesn't beat her when he gets home. Because, look, men do this to women every day. But society tells women, oh, no, stay with him. Oh, it's in their nature to cheat. Nobody wants to be cheated on. Nobody wants, like, so I don't understand how somebody would say that Two-Face loves Annie. He loves Annie, but still, she's, you know, you, if you love someone, you're not going to make them insecure. Annie is, is so insecure. I've heard stories of how if, if Annie and Two-Face go out, Annie is constantly looking at girls, trying to make sure that these girls, you know, these, these ladies don't come close to her husband. You know, love shouldn't be insecure. Love shouldn't hurt you. Love shouldn't make you act like a mad person. Love shouldn't make you, love is not obsession also, you know, but unfortunately, like, this is, Two-Face is probably Annie's first love. That's probably the first man she ever knew as a woman. That's the first man. It's possible that Two-Face probably even was the one who she gave her virginity to. You know, so it's a very sad and complicated situation. But I just, I hope that Annie has um, the power to step away from that relationship. Because, yeah, her and Two-Face can be friends. They can co-parent. But I don't think they should be together. I don't even think Two-Face should be married. Some men are just not husband material like i don't care who that person is if a man cannot keep his dick in one place then why are you marrying a man like that you're setting yourself up for failure and heartbreak and probably even like i don't know madness and paranoia god knows lemons cannot deal with that rubbish anyway still sticking to annie Divia. so um a few days ago annie's brother one of annie's elder brothers um, i think his name is wisdom so wisdom came out to say that um annie <laughs> annie takes drugs annie got him into drugs basically castigating his sister you know and annie annie was sad you know annie like had to reply and she basically you know listed all the things she had done for wisdom and his family how she had been taking care of his family she pays the school fees you know all of that and when i read the story it made sense like everything between annie and two-faced made sense because i don't know if you guys remember but sometime i think it was last year one of Annie's brothers, I think Annie has two brothers, and I think she's the only girl in the family. So it's a family of, yeah, I think her dad died when she was young. But yeah, she has two other brothers, and then she's the only girl. Her first, I think the first son of the family disowned Annie last year, when Annie was having like a, like an online thing with Two-Face. Annie called out Two-Face last year. She was in so much pain, and her elder brother, basically everyone was attacking her, including her elder brother, who disowned her last year. So this second elder brother, you know, this one supported Annie, but somehow this year he's like, Annie's a bad person. She didn't pay me for my work. You know, she takes drugs. She got me into drugs and all of this. And I'm like, look, look, if Annie's 37, let's say her elder brother is 40 or let's say he's 38. You are a 38 year old man. You have a wife. Now for, for context, this, this, this man, this wisdom, Macaulay, Annie's brother, he has a wife. I think she has three children. He hasn't paid her bride price since he married her. You know, I'll come back to that story. So you're at 38 years. Let's say he's 38. I don't know his age, but he's older than her. And Annie's 30. Okay, he's, let's say he's 40. Because Annie is going to be 38 this year. You're a 39, 40-year-old man. And you're calling out your younger sister for not supporting you. For not paying you for... I'm sorry. In your 40 years of life, have you ever done something for yourself? 
because entitlement is a big thing like a lot of people can relate to this there's always somebody in the family who's like the breadwinner and everybody wants to take and take and take and take from this person and i'm just like these two men are supposed to protect their younger sister if annie doesn't have a support system in her family are we but why are we shocked when she's hanging on to two-face are we shocked are we really shocked if the only male figures in her life can do this to her then what's like how are we scared that she's hanging on to two-face you know and i always say there's a lot of things that happen to people in life it's mental you know and when this whole story of annie's brother came out i was like okay yeah that makes sense it makes sense why why annie is just obsessed with two-face two-face is the only person that makes her feel comfort two-face even though their love is toxic he's the only person who actually loves her and you know even if she at least if she begs him or whatever he'll probably come back to her you know she had two brothers are not there for her she doesn't have any male figure and that's not to say like some people don't have male figures in their lives but they're still okay but then everyone is different and he seems like a very sensitive person she seems like somebody who has so much love to give but then it feels like she's been wronged by the people around her. Now, I don't know the true story. Maybe Annie's not a good person. I don't know. Personally, I've never heard anything bad about I mean, prior to this whole thing happening, the Annie that I heard of 10 years ago, the Annie that I used to hear about 10 years ago was a sweetheart. Like, you know, I've, I've, I was kind of, in, I wouldn't say I was in the entertainment industry, but I knew a couple of people who were in that industry and I never heard anything bad about her. So I don't know whether she, if she has changed, then I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense when you've been through so much trauma in your life because with all due respect annie holding on to two-face and still loving two-face in spite of everything two-face has done is trauma she doesn't know this but her and two-face are in a trauma bond and that's why she can't seem to leave him and then she doesn't even have a safety net most of us our safety net is our family members our brother our sister our mother our father you know, Annie doesn't even have that safety net in her brothers. You have one brother who's, who disowned you. Now you have a brother who's calling you out and literally exposing you to the world. You know, so it's like, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I really hope that Annie's, you know, I hope she's okay. Because it's obvious. In, in that show, young, famous and African, she kept crying. Annie was crying like half the time. You know, this is a woman in pain. This is not love. This is a woman in pain. This is a woman who's confused. This is a woman who's crying out for help. But she's looking for help in the wrong places and i just you know i really wish any well and i wish any woman or man because men also deal with this but i wish any any human being who's in a toxic situation any human being who's in a confused situation i really wish you well and i hope that you have the courage to leave a situation that does not serve you because you're only going to hurt yourself and you end up damaged and broken and I mean, once you once you are damaged, it's very hard for you to pick, to put back the pieces of your life together and become whole again. So I just I really I really wish Annie luck, you know. But anyway, going back to wisdom. So <laughs> I don't understand women. I don't understand how women will get in relationships with men who have nothing. How are you comfortable marrying a man who hasn't paid your bride price? How are you comfortable putting out three children into the world with a man who cannot even take care of the family? I don't know, but women need to do better. Men definitely need to step up because with all due respect, the only thing men have to do in society, the only standard that society has for men is for a man to have money. Like literally the only standard that society has for men is for a man to have money. You know, and this like, it's a sense for me, like I'm just, I think this will push me into talking about sense, having a sense of entitlement, you know. Unfortunately, like so many men like it's like you're ent- i don't know what the, where the entitlement comes from i really don't know but i think it really has to do with um it has to do with patriarchy basically you know 
basically has to be patriarchy because it's like okay because you're a man you feel like you must have a wife and you must have children do you have money do you have money are you comfortable are you mentally stable are you financially stable are you emotionally stable like who says you have to have a wife and children just because you're a man like who says that women have to marry you like if you don't have money you're not mentally okay you're not emotionally okay what are you doing looking for a wife focus on you know focus on helping yourself but of course you know nigeria is a patriarchal society so it's, it's all about the man it's, it's a man's it's a man's country like this is i mean to be honest it's a man's world globally it's a man's world but in nigeria patriarchy is like it's on a different level it's like on a crazy high level you know i was reading something on 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 twitter the other day and somebody was shaming a woman you know so this was i think she was 20 when she was 22 she dated a guy who was 30 and um, she was talking about how she was a child and everyone came for her and this guy made a statement and it was basically like oh now you're of low value and you're something so he was basically he was age shaming her and this man is 33 and i'm like you know what that's what patriarchy does like it gives men this sense of entitlement it's like men have a right to 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 say anything about women you know a man who won't have a job you will see families where a man will be jobless and they will send their daughter to go and marry him because she must be married because he must have a wife for what for what i don't know but men need to do better and women need like it starts from women because women are the ones that give birth to these men so i don't know how you people are training your sons but please train them to be better and for women please make sure you know what you want don't settle because you think you're getting old don't settle because you think you're getting old do you have your money are you self-sufficient if you're not self-sufficient and you marry a man whether he's rich or he's poor tomorrow you're not sure anything can happen you know but it's this feeling of entitlement i'm going to move into talking about feelings of entitlement so um nigeria is a collective society so it's a society that is looking like basically it's like we have a community which is good people want to have a community oh your brother is not doing well why don't you give him money to start a business oh your, your sister is not doing well why don't you you know pay for her university education it's perfect i think the sense of community is one of the reasons why you know as nigerians to an extent that's why we do well you know both here and abroad but what happens when you have a collective society is people become entitled so in the case of Wisdom Macaulay and Annie Macaulay now, like he feels entitled to her success. He's like, oh, my sister is married to this popular musician. She hasn't done anything for me, but she has. She has given you a job. You couldn't do the job well, and she took the job from you. She's done things for you. She's paying your children's school fees. She's giving you a house to live in. She's trying to give you a source of income. What more do you want from her? You know, and entitlement is very, it's a very big issue in Nigeria. And again, I think it's very big in a lot of cultures, even cultures outside of Africa. Like, it's like, you need to help this person. Like, I've seen situations where somebody literally did everything to help a family member. And still, that family member is not satisfied. That family member will still go outside and start saying bad things about his or her sibling. You know, it's the same thing with parents. Like, your parents your parents owe, owe you good education. They owe you protection. They need to protect you. They need to provide you education. They need to make sure that you're safe. But being successful, you know, I feel like if your parents have given you everything you need to do well, then why would you feel entitled to them? It's just like how kids fight for their parents' properties when the parent dies. It's like, I mean, I get it. Like, it's your father. Your father died. Your mother died. And she didn't leave you with anything. He didn't leave you with anything. Did they give you good education? Did they protect you? Did they nurture you? If they ticked all those boxes, then what more do you want? 
you know, I feel like Annie has probably tried for all her brothers. She's tried for both of them and maybe they didn't succeed, you know. And then it's like, oh, uh, you know, she's a bad sister because she didn't do this for me. She didn't. And it's like, look, we need to, as, as a society, we need to learn to stop feeling entitled to things that we shouldn't be feeling entitled to. Once you're an adult, you really need to take care of your life. You really need to. You shouldn't, you can't keep blaming people for why you are the way you are. If you're failing in life, you cannot keep blaming people. You need to take responsibilities. Because I don't understand how Annie's brother is married and has three children, but yet doesn't have a source of income. How, like, what are your priorities? Why is, why is having a child or having children or being married a priority for a man who can't even take care of himself? You know, even for the women, why are you marrying a man who can't take care of himself? When you, you know you can't even take care of yourself. Like, if you're a woman and you're not even financially stable, what? Like, and this is how poverty grows in countries like Nigeria. Two people who have no business being together come together. A man who's broke, a woman who's broke, and you people have children. Or in the worst case scenario, there was a video I saw the other day of a man who, so his wife, basically a man killed his wife. His wife had come back from, I think she was living in Scotland. And he literally, in the night when the woman went to bed, he burned down the house. And the woman died so we even have situations where maybe one one partner is is doing better you know financially and then the other partner feels jealous and most times i hate to say this but men men and the sense of, men and their sense of entitlement is a story for another day your wife is taking care of you right but somehow you're so jealous that you have to burn down the house and kill her because she's successful like, how, how does this make sense? There was another story I saw the other day of a man in Edo State. You know, his wife had paid the house rent. And this man beat, beat the shit out of her. Like, her face was transformed. And why did he beat her? Because he's frustrated. He's angry. You know? And this is why a lot of women do not... A lot of women that have sense, let me not lie. A lot of women that are smart, they don't get with men who cannot provide for themselves. They don't get with men who do not know what they're doing with their lives. They don't get with men who have potential. You guys, a lot of people have potential. Many of us in this world, we have potential. The same, in the same breath, many people will never, they will never achieve their potential. So what are you doing? Do you get the worst person to get with is a man who is broke. A man who has no plans for the future. A man who's frustrated in life. A man who has no job or source of income. That's the worst person that you can get to men like that are also a threat to society so it's not just a threat to whoever has a relationship with them they're a threat to their mothers their brothers their sisters you know and it's again it just it's, it's this sense of entitlement you know like you're entitled to what what are you entitled to why not try to solve your issues why not try to man up why not try to become a responsible adult take responsibility for the shit that you've created in your life and then find a way to improve on those things instead of taking out your anger on people instead of calling your family members out for not helping you when you're almost 40 years old so at 40 you don't know what you're supposed to do to make money you don't know how to look for a job you're waiting for your younger sister to give you a job i mean i don't understand i really don't understand it's just it's so disgusting that people feel so entitled to other people's time energy money love and all of this stuff it's, it's just really ridiculous at this point you know so anyways um that's it you guys know i like to keep it short and simple i don't like to talk too much it doesn't need to talk too much but yeah this like nigeria is i don't know i don't know nigeria is just not this was not what i envisioned when i moved back to this country a couple of years back
this was really not what I envisioned. Um, so I just, I really hope that you guys are doing well. For those of you in Nigeria, um, I hope you're doing well. For those of you outside the country, please support. <laughs> if you have family here or friends, please try to check up on them and support them because things are really, like everyone is just trying to be happy. You know, everyone is trying, like we're not happy. You know, I remember a couple of years back, like maybe like 15, 20 years ago, Nigeria was at the top, one of the top 10 happiest countries in the world. <laughs> it's not the same today. You know, I think this was like 15. Yeah, this was like in 2005, 2004, 5, 6. Like I remember we topped that list consistently. You know, today Nigerians are probably one of the most depressed citizens in the world. And it's because we don't even live in a country. This can never be a country. It can never. This is hell. It can't be a country. There's nothing. Nothing is working. Everyone is just trying. So for those of you who might be in the diaspora, please check up on your family members here. If you can, try to get them out of this country. Like, try to get them out. And if you can't get them out, just support them financially. Because right now, I don't know. Maybe by next year, we'll be having dollars. Maybe one dollar will be a thousand naira. I really don't know. So yeah, support your friends and families in Nigeria. Because things are very... I mean, I know that other countries are dealing with stuff, but you know, our Nigerian thing is suffering and smiling. Like we've all been suffering and smiling for years. Our parents were suffering and smiling. Our grandparents were suffering and smiling. Now we're suffering and smiling, you know? So yeah, just like reach out to your people in Nigeria because I'm all everywhere is cold. It's tough. Um, I'll see you guys next week. Have an amazing weekend. Toodles.